Welcome to Live with Domery podcast here at Bobcat Moretti's Instagram page, the film and movie that is going to be rocking the world about multiple sclerosis. Today, I have the special honor of having Matthew Embry coming on, the director of the movie Living Proof. And he's going to talk to us about his life moving forward and also about the film industry as being a director. Stay tuned and follow us at Bobcat Moretti's Instagram page. And in between every podcast that I do every Wednesday, we'll be coming straight from the Bobcat Moretti Instagram page. Live interviews. Hello, Matthew. How are you? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm like ready to get into the ring. You ready to box with me? I see that. <laughs> Where's your gloves? Come on. I thought you were going to have some. I don't want to get my head hit. Ah, okay. I'll protect you. I'll take care of you. I won't, I won't beat you up too hard today, okay? No worries. <laughs> Well, thank you so much. I let everybody know uh, while we were waiting for you that you are the famous director of one of the most famous movies done about multiple sclerosis called Living Proof. It's available on Amazon Prime. There's so much incredible information in that movie. And you will kind of walk us through a little bit of your difficulties yourself living with multiple sclerosis. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you for that kind introduction. Uh, I, yeah, I ex consider myself just a messenger. And, you know, I've been very blessed to be able to have a film career. And in that, um, being able to be a film director and a producer, I've uh, been fortunate enough to be able to share my message um, and, and to show people that life with multiple sclerosis doesn't mean a, a total downhill descent. And that, um, mm -hmm. you know, Personally, I haven't really had too many challenges with MS outside of the disciplined lifestyle that I've been able to lead to be successful with being symptom-free now for 25 years. And so with the, with the movie, uh, it's been uh, fantastic to be able to reach people all over the world. Yes, which you have. I mean, you have totally touched the entire world with the movie Living Proof. And you've given us so much insight as to your life is not over when you hear the word in the diagnosis, multiple mm. sclerosis, and you literally are living proof. You show us to get up every day with not being determined to move forward with your life. And it's, it's that one step that you talk about. And I love on your Instagram feed that you give the, the daily talks or a daily story about, come on, get out there. I know life is difficult, but make the choice. Make one choice to do something better every day, living with this disease. Yeah, and th th thank you. I mean, again, I know you do similar kind of work, right? To be able to to inject positivity into the world. And, you know, I was just having a discussion today about, you know, every interaction is an opportunity for a positive or a negative charge. And that can be, you know, I mean, every interaction, like how you interact with your pets, how you interact with your, your family, how you interact with your food. Right? I mean, you, you, everything you have is an opportunity to, to be positive, to be good, and to push you in a different direction, right? Right. And I think, you know, and I try to remind people that first thing in the morning, sometimes that's where they need that, you know, that kickstart. And, and we all need a kickstart. And sometimes we need a little extra kickstart. And I like that if I'm not getting the kickstart, I see your circle, I hit it, I'm like, there's my kickstart. And it's kind of, we're a huge family of multiple sclerosis warriors and we really come together and band and pick each other up, which is absolutely incredible. And you have a huge following and it, you know we all have followings of different people, but we are all one giant family. And I love that. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, you're right, I mean, it's, it's a very unique uh, community because, you know, over the years what I've learned is, that, you know, the disease takes so long to play out. Mm -hmm. So the journey is long for people with MS, and so therefore, you know, you've got a lot of time to be part of those communities, find those communities, and then foster them. Uh, and I think if I was going to share anything, it's, you know, people like you are really helping. Uh, I know that people like David Lyons, and there's so many other people who are doing this, um, is to make it a positive community. 
And I think that that is, you know, that's what needs to happen. And there's so many chat rooms and forums and, you know, in, in the old days, it was support groups that could be really negative and kind of, you know, fall into those traps. It, it, negative and depressing. My first yeah. ones I went to were very depressing and very ups, upsetting to me. And I was like, I can't do this. How do I how do I help myself and help others moving forward? And that's exactly what you do. And I can't thank you enough for that. So I also want to announce, Matthew, that um, like you said, you've been living with it for over 25 years. You were diagnosed in 1995 and you have the lesions on your brain and your spinal cord. But that didn't stop you. You were you were still young, and you're now vibrant and amazing today, and just taking on and conquering the world, being a director, filmmaker, moving forward. And your message is always clear and precise, and it's get out there and do it. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm trying. I mean, the, the, I really watch my words, and I think that you know, it's it's that you know, it's the precision. And it's about, you know, it'd be precise in what, in what you're doing and that, you know, that you can do it right now. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's truly what the, you know, that I try to wake people up and realize that that next decision is the entry point to a better life. Exactly. And sometimes it clicks. I can actually read in the comments and I'm sure you get similar things. Like, okay, I think this person gets it mm -hmm. or they, you know, they watch it and, and where I get frustrated, not frustrated, but I try to tell people when I'm watching movie videos, I'm like, if, if this isn't inspiring you, stop watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you do your talks in the morning on, if you're watching this and it's like getting to you, turn it off now and get your butt yes. moving. <laughs> Just stop. Just like stop it right now because you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time if you're not going to take the content and go, in my opinion. Exactly. Or, you know, maybe you're stacking up a database of ideas and that's fair too, but... I really try to figure out ways to get people into action. And I think that's, you know, when I read the comments, that's that's what's so, you know, I guess gratifying you read. You know, a person's like, I watched this and I went around. I'm like, okay, good. At least maybe two or three people's evenings got better or something. So true. So true. So, Matthew, um, your first movie, and I hope I get this right, was um, Avenue Gallery. Calorie. No? No. I got it wrong. I was trying to remember our old notes. I'm sorry. That's a part of the MS brain right there. What was your first movie that you directed? Oh, wow. I mean, I, I directed movies all the way back to like I was a kid, right? Um, I guess the first movie I directed was, it was a short film called Permanent Stain. Permanent we're, Stain. Okay. Yeah, we're going way back. <laughs> like 1995, 6, 7, And that... That's what kind of, I was young and that's what kickstarted my career at one best student picture at the Alberta Motion Picture Awards. Great. And then after that. You, you just got the love for it. Yeah, I was, I mean, again, I tell people, I was, it was born, not bred. I was doing it, you know, all the way, you know, using the Pampers box as a TV, like no joke. Like I just, I knew I, that's what I wanted to be. That's amazing. And I love that you are going out there and telling the truth behind the actual stories and digging deep and getting the facts of how to bring it to a documentary and working with people all around the world. And that's what you did with Living Proof. And there was so much in that movie that I had no idea about. And that's what I believe this movie is going to do for multiple sclerosis. We're bringing it to the light, to the stage of film, but from the documentary side and now to the human side and exactly how we feel and how it affects us and what is going wrong inside that person living with the disease that we face internally and then the family concept of the living with the disease and friends and work and everything else. And um, do you believe you ever at one point after you were diagnosed, Matthew, with multiple sclerosis that you just didn't want to acknowledge the disease or even tell anybody about it? Were you ever faced with that? Yeah, I mean, I think initially I really wanted to keep it a secret, right? But, you know, Calgary is not a huge city and, 
you know, it's, it got around pretty quick. Um, and, but then later in life, you know, when I got things under control in my early twenties, I was able to, I, I just put it in the back burner. You know, I, I kept it, not, I didn't even necessarily keep it a secret. It just wasn't a big part of my life. I moved on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I did not want to be labeled, um, the guy with MS, you know what I mean? I, I know that's maybe bad and I, you know, maybe I did the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I lived that way for almost 20 years. Yeah. Until I went, until I went public. So two decades, more or less, of keeping it quiet and, you know, like not like secrets. Yeah. But I certainly wasn't like, like it is today, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like you can't. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, today it is much more of a, no, I have a mess and I'm going to show the world that I can live my life positively. Yeah. And I'm also going to show the world and be honest with all of us that have come out and have made our lives public, you, myself, and so many other warriors, and just say, you know what? Yeah, this is us. Good and bad. Take it or, take it or leave it. I'm either going to be right on the money today or I'm not, but I'm not going to give up. And that's you, that's me, and all the other warriors out there. And that's what this movie is going to help the world see the struggles, the defeats, the bat, you know, the ups, the downs and everything about it. So you being in the film industry, Matthew, um, what do you think the power of this movie can do for the world of multiple sclerosis? Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen the movie, so I can't comment exactly on the impact that, that the film you're working on is, is going to have until I actually see it. Um, but I do think that movies that are tackling um, issues with multiple sclerosis, it's, it's really important. I mean, I know the power of film. Um, it's a disease that's sometimes portrayed a certain way, mm-hmm. right? There, there's sometimes a very kind of, you know, not a you know, narrow um, portrayal of, of the illness. And, I, you know, and just in our conversations and you telling me stuff about it, you know, and the fact that they brought you in, um, to advise as an MS patient, you know, that's where I see hope because I'm like, okay, we're, we're going to actually get what this is really about. It's not just, you know, a rapid decline and, you know, a horrible story. Like, and those do happen. Like, those do happen. So I don't want discount, to discredit those stories mm-hmm. and discount that they don't happen. They do. But lots of all the other amazing stories happen. Exactly. Yeah. And- so I encourage you and you have the opportunity um, with your audience and your voice and the fact that you're executive producer, you can actually get in there and, you know, mm-hmm. dispel some of the myths, that it, makes sense. Exactly. Thank you for saying that. I really appreciate you um, recognizing that and saying that. And, um, the, you know, to the world, um, we, Matthew and I, do work together on a project. It has not been picked up yet but it will and um so we talk a lot and when i called matthew to say i'm executive producer for the movie on behalf of like the multiple sclerosis side it was just a huge like amazing thing in my life and i was so excited and i was like can you believe it and you were just like you go for it domery go for it and it's an amazing team everybody on this team is absolutely incredible and the work that Tim and Rob and Jess and everybody else that is part of this production of this film is truly has a heart of gold in it. And we all have connections to the disease. Yeah. Everyone yeah. in the movie yeah. that is a part of the movie. There is a family member that is connected or a friend that is connected of a friend of a friend. So that is what's going to make this movie such a massive impact because we can all feel it and live it and breathe it and bring it to truth. And, you know, um, oh, thank you, Jess. <laughs> and, uh, you know, just really bringing it home into the real world of what needs to be said and done like you did. But you did yours in documentary, This Is Theater. So. Yeah, more narrative, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's the power of film, right? It, it, it allows disenfranchised voices to be able to be heard mm-hmm. without, you know, hopefully without being edited, right? Right. You know, that's tough to, in today's media world, but, you know, with YouTube and these other platforms opening up, and, and again, I think that 
You know, one thing that's interesting I've been thinking about just now is, you know, you talk about people hiding their illnesses and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think the way the world is going, this is, this is just is changing. You know, if you think about the 90s and like 2000s, you know, it was about being that perfect, you know, non-porous, <laughs> you know, the striving for physical perfection, all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, right, right. And Just, I, I don't think you, I'm not saying you can't go for that. I'm not saying that like that's, you know, but I think what we're seeing is it's becoming more complicated where it's like, hey, I'm doing this, but I'm also struggling with this. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's getting far more acceptable in today's world to go, hey, I mean, you know, I've got depression, but I'm a CEO. You know, I've got MS, I'm executive producer. You're right. And I love that. And I love it when people stand up for what they're dealing with in life. Yeah. And you do it. I do it. So many leaders in the world are finally starting to stand up and say, yeah, listen, I've been struggling with this because multiple sclerosis, and I, I'm not, you know, we've never really talked deeply about this, Matthew, but you know about my personal life of the struggles of depression, anxiety, stress, trying to be that perfect, like you said, that perfect mom, yeah. or that, you know, well, okay, guys, you see really great pictures of me of being a model, but then I am like down in the dumps, like days that I can't even get out of bed, but I get myself up and out of bed. And I'm breaking down crying. And I'm not afraid to show that to the world. And I think what you're saying is it's a positive thing to show to the world. Yeah, I agree. And it's becoming, I think it's actually becoming more, I think as all these different movements that are happening and everything, it's becoming more like, you know, I kind of joke, but I sometimes wish, not wish, but, you know, it'd be interesting when, you know, you greet someone, it's kind of like, hey, how screwed up are you today? (laughs) You know what? I think I'm going to say that the next time I, like, meet up with somebody. Do that again, because, like, that's, like, like, yeah. Hey, like, you know, how messed up are you? Like, and then the person is going to say, you know, I'm I'm, I'm no different. Uh Uh-huh. It's just, you know, I think that starts. It's like, you know, I had a weird dream, or or whatever. Like, it's something's happened in your life that's put you off kilter a bit. Right. right. And, and, then, it, and then relationships become about, hey, let's just let's not pretend. Let's just tell each other what it is. And, and then what's amazing is that the other person normally, or not normally, often has a solution. Exactly. And you can lean on each other when you're honest. I mean, yeah. how many times in the world of, of my 55 years and your 40 years of living that we've walked past millions of people, right? We've seen yeah. people, we've traveled, and it's like, hi, how are you? And it's always the answer of, I'm good, thank you. Yeah, I'm but, good, but, busy. Yeah, but it's, but inside, we're like drowning, and yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where I believe film, you know, movies, things of real life, those movies are the ones that get you and get the focus out there in the world that we need, and we truly need more of it. You know, how yeah. many more zombie movies can we have? Like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. And, and also, to just seeing, like, you know, I don't know, I, mean, I remember the West Wing. Didn't, didn't the West Wing, the, the lead character who had multiple sclerosis, the president? Like, it, things I, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was, like, the, one of the big seasons. But, I mean, it's that kind of work, and I know that was early work, but it's that slowly showing that the people with the disease can be at the highest levels right now he was the president in that one yeah um but you know the film you're working on you know again just from the little bits you told me about it, it just seems like okay you're challenged you're going to challenge some stereotypes okay oh we're challenging them <laughs> tim wrote it, it you have no idea this screenplay is just it, phenomenal between Tim writing the screenplay and working just closely with Rob and Jessica and everybody else that is in this film. Like I said, we're all connected to the disease. So we all have a piece of that vulnerability. And then we also have that, oh, I got to get in the ring and like knock it out and bring it to the park and really show what we go through in life. So with saying that part, Matthew, what has been the hardest struggle you've had living past 25 years with the disease i remember you discussing one point that you woke up in the morning when we had a conversation and you couldn't feel your arm and you're a little bit scared can you share that with us sure yeah i mean i think that 
I mean, this is going to do a circle back to you. I, th- I think the number I, I said, there's, if there was one thing, it's just fear. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that that it, it doesn't go away. So you wake up and, you know, I was sleeping on my arm the wrong way and it was just dead. Right. I just slept on it the wrong way. Like anybody else. Right. Right. And then, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it, you know, it's, it, is it today? Is today the big one? Right. And, you know, over the course of 25 years, I've had a number of things like that. Like I had a neck injury that manifested physical or neurological symptoms that I got really, really scared that I was in progression. Right. I couldn't get rid, I couldn't get rid of them until I went and saw a neck doctor. He checked it out and he's like, oh, here's where it is. And, you know, you could have surgery, you know, but yeah, your brain, you know, your brain goes, it must be MS. Well, no, it's not. It's something else. And that's fine. But that is that fear. Yeah. I I still work on that today. I believe we all work on that. And it doesn't have to just be multiple sclerosis fear. We all live with fear of our general body of health is breaking down. And we don't know what that end date is. And I personally do not want to know what my end date is. Because I want to keep living every day as the best day. And showing love for myself. And showing love and compassion for others. So as you said, you know, you got to keep taking those steps. But yeah, we do live in fear. And especially now. And we've talked about this in the past. And moving forward, it is fearful, you know, catching anything that can make our immune systems even weaker than what we already are dealing with. Living with multiple sclerosis. But you take really good care of your body. And I want to talk about that. So can you take us through a day of Matthew Embry starting in the morning and ending up at night. What does your typical day look like and your food? Yeah, before I get to that, can I just say one thing that's interesting what you just said that yes. I think about? Yeah. Because you're right, as we entered this COVID pandemic about a year and a half ago, right? Yeah. I mean, I was one of, you know, I was, you know, I'm not special, but I was certainly on the ground pretty quick reading the modeling before any, before any mainstream media. And I thought, you know, as time went on, I was like, you know what, like, Society is kind of starting to feel generally how I've felt for the last 25 years. It was a very strange realization where I'm like, hey, like, I've kind of felt this low grade fear, fear, like most of my life. Mm -hmm. And to watch how that impacted society, I was like, okay, wow, this is really going to be interesting because it just doesn't go away. And I'm really curious to see the long term effects. Like, and a lot of people are like, oh, this could be terrible. But I'm like, no, maybe not. Like, maybe this is where people are going to really start questioning their health. Like, really start getting after, okay, I don't want to ever feel that way. <laughs> right? Like, I don't so ever want to be fearful of getting sick. So what am I going to do differently? So true. And that's what we deal with, living with multiple sclerosis. And I'm glad that you actually took what I just said and brought it into how we do feel every day, living with this disease. Yeah. And not knowing when it's going to take us down. Well, the entire yeah. world now that's knows what that feeling is. Yeah, yeah. It's like, well, you know, that's how I've been feeling for so long, and you don't know that tomorrow could be the day. You know, right? But that's that's now the world has had a sense of how that feels, and you know, not not everybody. Lots of people have that too for different reasons. But just as a society, I'm wondering how that's going to really shift in our perspective of health going forward. Well, I really, truly hope that everything that we have gone through in the last year and a half of living with autoimmune issues, people that are living with heart issues, cancer issues, there are so many things that we all fear in life and we all deal with in life. But moving forward as a giant world, instead of the fear, how about we all come together and support? and move forward to live a better, stronger life and start teaching that at the level of a newborn and start reteaching it at the level of our ages and our children's ages and moving forward and and start making more films like you're doing and more Mm -hmm. films that is right here that we're on today with Bobcat Moretti and bringing that awareness to the film industry and really locking it down that it becomes history. Sure. Right? Well, I mean, it's interesting. Like, one thing, you know, I don't know in the U.S., the slogan, we're all in this together. Is that a big thing down there? We're all in this together. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Well, it's, a, it's a big slogan up here in regards to COVID. It's, like <laughs> on, it's on big signs and stuff. And I, and I was, not that I'm being a jerk, but I'm like, hey, it's about time. 
We're all in this together. Yes. Is that what it says? Yeah, it's like, it's like we're all in this together. You know, I'm like, it's, well, it's about time. Like, yeah, like, good. I'm glad people are, you know, getting there. Like, it's, it's true. It's true. Uh, it's not just COVID. It's COVID is one, but there are lots of other things, you know, whether it be addiction mm-hmm. issues or MS, whatever the case, lots of things. we got to be in it together, right? It's, we're, it's, we're all one. We are all one, and nobody is better than anybody else. And I always have a phrase that I say, you know, um, if you're looking down upon somebody, you better be putting your hand out to pick them up and praise them and learn from them because that is the, the truth. No one should ever be looked down upon. No disease should ever be dismissed. No one going through um, life tragedy should be forgotten and pushed aside and told you need to be quiet this is what the world needs to keep moving forward with mm-hmm. Agreed. So, tell me to ask you a question about my date yes <laughs> yeah i mean the yeah, sorry I, I took it on, on a tangent there but you know day to day it's it's, it's it's really consistent i mean from the time i open my eyes you know i start with prayer right away like this like literally the moment my eyes go open uh i start and that's when the, that's when i start you know, programming the mind to go in that direction. And then it's about, you know, discipline. Um, it's about the small things. It's exercise almost immediately, not immediately, but right after, you know, I've got the body going. And then, you know, the, then it's about trying to have a normal life, like take care of the kids, take care of the dogs, work, you know, work uh, to the hardest I can. And then, you know, to exercise throughout the day at one point, whether it be a walk. You know, I, I try to insist on walking meetings for work. Um, you know, I, I push the boundaries that way. And then again, at, at nighttime, it's about, nighttime is a lot about avoiding distraction. And, I like know, that. So tell me, how do you avoid distraction at nighttime? It's, it's about not getting sucked into my phone. It's about avoiding sporting events that are relatively meaningless. This is just my own, my own journey, right? Yeah. Like meaningless activities or television that's not necessarily uplifting or challenging me and that's hard you know and i think you know i'm sober so you know drug use for people too is you know whether it be alcohol whatever the case is like all sorts of distractions that you need to bring for a lot of people you know not just me and i'm no different that we all have our temptations to like you know what what decisions do you make from 4 30 on right those are the big ones (laughs) you're right those are the big ones and you like you were um talking once on one of your talks with us that you do every day on your Instagram was, yeah, I could go gone to the bar with the guys and had the beer, but I'm not going to um, because I know it's going to not be good for me. It's going to bring me down and I'm going to choose this path. And a lot of people have a hard time standing up for their personal path, but you stand strong in yours. And yeah. And by no means have I been perfect my whole life, not at all. Like, Nobody's no, perfect. You know, I've had to learn through my own failures and go out, you know, what happened after that, you know, open that door, where did that go? Exactly. And so I think that, you know, there's path that, you know, I call 4.30 or 5 o'clock, that's when, that's when the hardest, for me, that's when the hardest decisions come. You're tired, you've got, you know, you're, you're, you're like, oh, you, and, and our, one thing our world does, it, it consistently tells you, you deserve a break. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's constant, right? Like, oh, you deserve a break. Really? Why? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Is it true? I believe it's true. We all deserve a break from ourselves sure. and from the world. Yeah. Okay. But let me rephrase that. What does that break entail? So if, if, the, if the break is going to entail, like, okay, you're going to slowly kind of like eat a pizza and watch TV, it's like, okay, wait, wait a minute. Like, that is, you've gone down a road. Mm-hmm. Right? And then, or is a break for you going for a run? That's the difference. And that's where I see those hard decisions after 5 o'clock. And sometimes I like to stun people at like 8.30 on a Friday with a live one. And I'll just be like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> I got, I'm going for a run now. Like, uh-huh. I'm going to do, do 15K right now or 10K. Um, so I'm, just as as I'm just as tired as you. Yeah. So, but you're still going to get out there and do it. Yeah. And then it's amazing the reaction you, you get, right? Well, and you can also say, come with me. 
Yeah, I mean, you could, right? Right. Very few people do. Yeah. That's one thing you, that's one thing you find out. A lot of a long time when you, you make those kind of choices. But that's, that's what it is, right? I mean, that's part of the journey. Exactly. Exactly. So bring me, get, get us past the 530 point. So now you're probably eating dinner, relaxing. You're trying to step away from all of the social media, the television, everything else. Do you find time to meditate in your everyday life? Uh, yeah, recently, I haven't been that great, but there's been periods in my life that it's, it's a must, mm-hmm. right? It's been a must. Um, you know, I also think that the uh, for me, there was a period of time that I learned. I did a not a program, but a, an activity where as soon as I woke up, no matter what time it was, I went downstairs and meditated. I like right? that. And so that was that went on for quite a long time in my life, and that was really about mental discipline. So mm-hmm. it was you know four thirty in the morning, bang, get up, go. And about mental training, right? Yes, exactly. It's all about mindset, and you know, and I know that if I have negative thoughts, I know I'm going to have a tough day. Exactly. And so I really try every day to wake up and surround myself with color, surround myself with things that make me happy. My environment, um, I read a lot, I write a lot, and I just want to focus on the positive because I've released the negative. I've been through a lot. I've done a lot of soul searching and a lot of going on retreats to find who is really Dawn Marie. Like, where is she? She's in there. Like, let's get through all of the cobwebs. Have you ever felt like that? in your life that you're like, I know who I am, Matthew Embry. I'm, uh, you know, I'm Matthew. I'm a dad. I'm a director. I'm a businessman. I know how to work out. I can keep moving forward. But have you ever been in that one, that spot where you're like, it's still weighing on me. And I, those words need to go away. Yeah. I mean, these are, you know, these are really complex identity questions, right? Mm -hmm. Getting that, and I mean, I'm, I'm fairly vocal. I mean, I, I try to find myself in Christ, and that is an ongoing daily exercise um, of, of owning my own imperfections. And for me, that is there's two parts to that, and that's trying to kill that, not kill, but like stop that self, that you know, ego driven, those types of things. And and that may be as simple as just diving deep into Scripture daily, which is what I try to do. Um, yeah, that's my journey. I try to share it with others because it has yeah. such a huge, powerful impact on me. Uh, but really, it's trying to find that inner Christ in me and show it to the world. And that's not easy because I'm imperfect daily. <laughs> <laughs> like hourly. Hourly. Right? Hourly, daily. Right. Nobody is perfect. So Let's it's just. Like, oh man, right? And it's like, you know, I'm pretty, I'm pretty uh, I don't know, humble, I guess. I humble myself, right? We have so, to humble ourselves because yeah. if we don't, chaos hits. Yeah. You know, you get too you get too high on the horse on your own britches, and yeah. you, chaos hits, and that's yeah. when I call I say karma. Karma is gonna bite you in the ass because it's gonna yeah. come right back and knock you back down. So how about you just acknowledge where you have to find the right and the wrong, and really face it, and then let it go. And then accept the positive and move forward. Yeah, yeah I agree. I'm, I'm with you. And I think that you know, that's an ongoing journey. Every day. Every it's minute. A, yeah. Every day. We make mistakes and it's like, you know, I, I do a lot of apologizing. Because, you, know, <laughs> you know, like, whether it be, you know, with relationships and stuff, sometimes I say stuff. And I'm like, why am I saying this? I'm just trying to cause a problem. Or I'm just like. You know, I just said something that, you know, the person doesn't want to hear it. And then, you know, I check in pretty quick and be like, okay, I'm sorry. Or, or I didn't mean that. Or I, sometimes I don't even know why I said that. Yeah. Right. I get myself into trouble too. I want to help. And then I say, well, how about this? Or did you try that? And it's like, uh-oh. I catch myself and it's like, just listen. Yeah. Just listen. Yeah. And keep moving forward. So with all of these things that we've been talking about, and I love how you like focus your life on, focus on the prayer and the fitness and the distractions and moving forward in your life with a constant easy move of every day. But then how do you face the day that is the, whoa, it just knocked me in the face of 
everything came at you. Work, kids, you're feeling fatigued, tired. Like, where do you go from there, Matthew? Because I know when I hit that kind of road, I actually walk away from everything, go to my room, grab my heavy-weighted blanket, lay down, and just kind of zen myself out. Yeah, I mean, when I get hit, and it's a good question. I mean, I, I, I kind of go the opposite, actually. Like that, yeah. I go the opposite, and I, I get into action. So, you know, and that could be, for me, it could be something like, I'm going to go clean the pipes in the basement. Like Wow, okay. Like, I'm going to vacuum, like, <laughs> the garage. I'm going to go... I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go run to Cochrane, which is like a town that's outside of here. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like, I need to somehow jog myself into get my brain out of that and push it into something like I'm actually achieving, and that that really kicks me out. Okay. Uh, I like um, that. And again, you know me. People know me. Scripture is huge for me. I will dive into the Bible. Like, I find answers in Scripture. I go right to the Gospels, and I'm. You know, that's where I, I start to dig because I realize that, you know, in many ways, the outer is the inner, right? Exactly. That's so, so true. Thank you for sharing that. It's, um, it's not, I mean, that could be gone. That could be totally the whole thing. I don't know. I, I'm not really blasphemous by saying that at all, but I do. I do think that, the, you know, taking care of the inner self first. You know, and for me to do that, sometimes it's the discipline of like, okay, you're going to run until you almost die. <laughs> Not die, but you're going to tell you. You're going to run until you can't run anymore. Yeah, it's overpowering that. It's overpowering that mind, right? Right. And then you're going, okay, this is what you're going to do. And I'm not saying mine's right or wrong. No, it's um, not right or wrong. It's perfect for you. Yeah. But also, too, I, and I try to share it with people. And I shared it with you, I think, on our, one of our first interviews. I fully believe God will give you what you need to get yourself out of it. That is so true. I right. I think God, I, honestly, the people that come down with this disease of multiple sclerosis, I think we are the biggest badass warriors in the world because sure. it, it is so hard and so misunderstood that it's going to take all of us to come together and unite in a world to really make people understand what this is about and what we deal with every day. Because it's not just the physical pain, it's life in general. It's the the physical, mental, emotional struggles, the fatigue, the stuff that we cannot control, where you know other people can control it if they don't live with permanent pain every day. And with that being said, um, I also love the fact that your MS Hope page and your foundation, you show everybody where you can go and your downloads, your PDFs, and how people can literally have a place to go when they get diagnosed, which is absolutely incredible. Because when I got diagnosed, I wish I knew where your page was for MS Hope. Yeah, yeah, and just I just want to be clear, this is no real foundation. It's more my dad has a charity, mm-hmm. and then MS Hope is totally free. It's like an arm of that. It's just it's free, and and thank you for saying that. I mean, that was, you know, if you had a time machine, went back six years ago or whenever we made it seven years ago, it was my brother and I, like in his office, we're like, okay, we're gonna make a page with four videos and downloadable PDFs because we, we got to get this information, and that's it. Like, I need people to understand this. And I think, you know, where I was really naive, and I, you should listen to this, Dom Marie, especially where you are right now, because you're going so public now, is I, <laughs> thought it, I thought it would be done. I was like, I'm going to put the web page up, and I'm out. I go back to my life of, like, making commercials and having fun and, like, you know, running around. You know, that that's what I thought was going to happen. And? And it, that didn't happen. And I got sucked right in right <laughs> and like, I'm not the only person who tells this story I've met other people I don't want to say names I've met other high profile MS people mm-hmm. and they have said almost identical things where it's like you dip your toe in to help 
and you think you can get out, and all of a sudden you're swept way away, and you got to learn how to swim back, but you're going to a different shore afterwards. You are. You really are. And, yeah, I did come out public, and I came out public with two books of my entire life of the severe ups and downs, the depression, the anxiety, the stress, the suicide attempt that everybody knows about if they haven't listened to my show or a podcast or read my book. And, yeah, this is real. This is a real disease that can take you at any given time. And the... The, po- the thing that I love about you, Matthew, is yes, you did go public. Yes, you did living proof. And you are honest every single day with how you feel with us. And everyone can relate to you. They can understand you. They can take what you're telling them and build it into their life. And then as a director and a filmmaker, um, everything that I've spoken with you about with Bobcat Moretti and moving forward and being executive producer on the MS side of the world, you know, the visuals and things like that. I am honored to be a part of a history and making like you were with living proof. And yeah, we're going to get some backslash. I'm sure we are, but I actually think it's going to be like a very few of 1% because that's how this movie is going to move forward and just make a massive impact to all of the things that we deal with in life and not just MS. It's all, it's life. This is life. And this is what people need to see. And Tim, Tim, Tim nailed it. He nailed this movie. Yeah. I think you speak a really good point. Like it's targeted at MS, right? Like that's the target. But you don't know who it hits, and that's. And to give you one anecdote, I directed a movie about we created, a, directed, and wrote a film about a big flood that hit Calgary uh, about six, seven years ago. And years after, whatever after, I was googling it and I found some blog about some woman who had like, really helped her during her divorce. Mm. And I was like, what? <laughs> how, could, wow. how could this? How could this movie about a flood help you with that? So you know what I mean? Like, you don't know what's on the other side like you have amazing intention right now no question and i'm sure it's going to hit people in the ms community but don't be surprised if it also reaches people in other areas that can relate to the same types of struggles right yeah the number of emails and stuff i get from people who have psoriasis or alzheimer's or parkinson's or cancer it's not it's equal but it's remarkable so it's a journey that, you know, and I think that's why Living Proof popped because, you know, we, we, we don't put MS in the title. Yeah, I, you wouldn't even know it was about multiple sclerosis. It's Living yeah. Proof. Yeah. Yeah. It's a story about something else, right? And so that it's it's a story with family. And I think that's from what you shared with me in your, your movie you're doing. Mm-hmm. It sounds similar where it's... Family. It's, it's, it's real life. Story. Yeah. It's a bigger story. You know, and also on the page, it does say, you know, bringing awareness to MS and obesity. And in between, I can't wait for you to see it, Matthew. That's from Tim. Hi, Tim. He's saying, can't wait for you to see the movie, Matthew. Oh, awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Tim is just, he's just incredible. I mean, I I, I wish I could, like, get into his brain. And I wish I could get into your brain and, like, just kind of, like... Swim around in there and see what you guys are thinking, because it's just going to be amazing. Yeah, yeah no, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to seeing it. I want an invite to the premiere. All right. Did you hear that, Tim? Matthew yeah. wants an invite to the premiere with us. I want red carpet status with a badge <laughs> and a freaking lanyard. I want the whole nine. I will make sure that you. Uh, if I, I will get on top of that, Matthew. I will make sure that Jess knows it, that Rob knows it, that Tim knows it, and everybody else knows it, and yeah. get get it to. Oh, he said you got it. You got it. He just got it right from the right from the amazing man, um, Tim Roberto, the screenplay writer, the actor, the lead actor in the movie playing Bobby. And, you know, just, he's just incredible. And you know me, I don't take on anything that is not in a positive light for the disease. Right, Matthew? I mean, we've talked about it. And the fact of everything that this is about is just, it, 
it excites me every day just to know that this is going to be like living proof. It's going to go down in history. This movie, Bobcat Moretti, is not just about MS. It's about so much more. And it is going to hit home and be in every theater. And I can just foresee it because I've I've read it. I know what's coming. And it literally is going to be every little kid wanting to be Bobcat Moretti. Every little boy, every little girl, you know, everyone that sees the movie is going to really look at their life like we have in the last year of fear and realize, why am I wasting my time? And that right there is something you don't do, I don't do, and we get after it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, time is your most valuable asset. People don't, so a lot of people don't understand that. Mm-hmm. Right? So. <laughs> and then once, it's one of the few things, you know, you got to be very careful with how you spend it. Right? Like, you know? really, think about it. Most people think, I have all, you know, I've got 20, 60, 70 more years. Uh, we don't know that. So spend yeah. every single second with something that is going to make an impact. That could yeah. even be giving somebody a hug. Do you know how long? I, I Thank God I can hug my husband and my children, although they're all in, in Paris right now. But, you know, I can't wait for the day that I can walk up to somebody again and just give them a giant hug. And Yeah, I mean. Right? I don't know, man. Your, your guess is as good as mine, but that's going to happen. Like, it's, it's hard to know, right? It's hard to know, but. Yeah. Um, what is she saying? Jess is saying Rob, the director, and we hope Bob Cat Moretti does for MS what my left foot did for cerebral palsy. I think. Okay. Yeah, CP. CP. Yeah, I I truly believe it is Jess. It's gonna it's going to be a history in making, and um. Anyone that wants, you know, help us get to that point. Uh, there is a GoFundMe page. Whatever you can do to be a part of the movie and know that you helped us get there and be a part of living history would be incredible. So um, with all of that, Matthew, you also have, um, you're constantly about the awareness of talking to the world about every life every person's life with your life as you live your life every day. What could you say to someone today that is really struggling in life with all of the diversities, all of the things that fear comes with? What what sentence would you say to that person today if you've just met them? Because I know you love walking up to people and talking to everybody. So, but yeah. if you really saw someone, like you could, you could pick up on it. I know you're really yeah. good at reading people, and yeah. they're just down and out. So you know, I mean, being a boxer as Bobcat is and um, Bobby is in the movie, you know, getting smacked in the face with a bruise, and you find him on the curb, like feeling down and out. How would you help that person move forward? Yeah, I mean, you know, I do quite a bit of work work like this. I mean, the first thing I do is ask them what they need. And then um, I wait. And then, you know, I get it. I almost 100% of the time, they, get, they tell me what they need. And then I go get it. And I go do it. And then, you know, then they, you know, I mean, this happens in my life a heck number of times a week. And, you know, I, I just go get it done. I love then, that. I try to show, you know, I try to do that because A, the person has a need, and B, you, they, they may think, well, why, why are you like that, right? Mm-hmm. So and if someone like, said to I you, do. like, that you just, you just said you to get, it happens to you quite often during the week, and you're a giver, so you're going to go get what they need or help them get to where they need, right? Or you give them personal advice of something that maybe you went through that could help them, or a direction to where they go. And then all of a sudden you see them months later and they walk up to you. And I know this has happened to you. And they're like, thank you so much, Matthew. You literally changed my yeah. life that day. 
Yeah, it's not me though, right? It's God. I mean, I'm just a messenger. And that's, I try to, you know, it's, that's what I try to tell people, you know, it's hard to communicate because, you know, and I gotta be very careful because I do get a lot of that kind of response, but I'm just, I'm purely just a a conduit to something else. And I've got to, in those situations, I try my best to be like, Hey, like, like, I'm just telling people what comes to my mind and like what my heart is telling me. And that is from a higher creation beyond me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then when people ask, I'm like, hey, here's the gospel of John. Start here. Here's my phone number. Like, I'll write it right in the front page. <laughs> like, hey, let's, let's talk about this, right? And yeah. then, you know, and I think that that, that, it, that once you're in that flow, uh, people will come to you. You know, and then all of a sudden you got an opportunity, right? And you that, got a great and opportunity. I, yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's where I was kind of getting back to that thing you brought up earlier where I said, look, like, the opportunity for you to get yourself going, it's, it's being, it's right in front of you. You're just likely not seeing it. Or so think, I'm the person right now on the curb. I'm yeah. down. I'm out. I don't know where to go. Matthew, pick me up. What do you need? I need to get out of the darkness. Help me. Yeah, what, what, what do you need like right now? Right now, I need you to tell me that I am able to move forward. I okay, need... Well, I would do that, but the, the thing is, like, what do you need? Yeah. Like, do I... you need a, a tent? Do you need a book? Uh, I, need, <laughs> I need shelter and someone to listen to me. And... Okay, well, let's, go, let's go get it. It's perfect. And then, and then you go. And then you go and you help them. And you get it done. And you get it done. Right. And I think we, you know, and I think I try my best to tell people this message. It's not because people think, oh, you know, I'm not got that. If I do that, you know, this person's going to latch on to me or they're going to be crazy, you know, all this kind of stuff. I'm like, no, you don't get it. Like, you do not get it. Like, mm-hmm. that person was put there for you. At and that you, moment and that time. That yeah. yeah. Exactly. And there's, easy, there's easier ones, like, you know, there's easier ones, like, you know, someone at the grocery store needs you got to pay for their groceries or something, but there's more complicated ones, and then when you're ready for that, you start taking those next steps. Exactly. And I, I truly believe that what Tim has gone through in his life, what you have gone through in your life, and every other person in the world that has gone through, that has become the director, the creator, the artist, the mother, the father, the caregiver, the builder, like everything that there is to become in life, the world around us has shaped us for good or for bad, but it also has made us who we are and we can continue to move forward and release the bad and bring forward with the light. And that is what Bobcat Moretti is all about. He's down. He, You know, when you see the preview on my page, he's walking into a boxing ring and he's like, I just need a job. And, you know, the preview shows, you know, this big boxing ring. Here's, here's, Bob, here's Bobby walking in. And on my Instagram, if no one has seen the preview yet, please watch it here at Bobcat Moretti, the preview of the movie. It's like a three-minute clip. And also on my page, you can watch it. And, you know, he's got Vivica Fox walking up to him. And she's like, all I see is a big man in a small suit. What do you want? And he's like, I want a job. I need some help. So that's where that question came from. Matthew, what would you do? Got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. So we all need to really think about that in life. Like, don't just walk away from someone and think, oh, they'll be fine. The next person will get them. Be that person. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, things are going to happen in your life you're not going to believe. Trust me. Right? So true. So Trust true. Me. Trust you know, If anyone's watching this, you start doing that right now, don't drive by anybody who's on the street, like not one person for three months, then call me afterwards and tell me what happened. Mm-hmm. My phone number is, I put it on my website. Yep, it's true. His phone number is on his website. It's his actual cell phone number. (laughs) Three months, 90 days, do that every day. You tell me what happened at the end of it. (laughs) We're going to have to come back and do another story about what happened to that person that you picked up that day. That would be a great. What happens in your life? Yes, you're going to help all these people, but your life is going to transform. Exactly. Recognize it. And that's, trust me, very few people have taken my advice on this one or even tried. 
for the people who have. Your life changes. Doors open. Things happen. And, you know, ever since I've been with you and talking to you and getting your point of view of life and how you became the director and how you see things, it's made me be able to see things in different lights and really yeah. like narrow in. And I, I'm the type of person that's like, Oh great. That sounds amazing. How can I help? Right. What can I do? Like that? I want to be a part of this. This is like history. And it's really funny because that's exactly how my relationship with Tim and his mother started. I interviewed them. And I fell in love with the both of them and their story and the fact that he's making this movie, Bobcat Moretti, and it's a boxing movie. Who doesn't like a boxing movie? True. Right? I completely agree. I, I, I mean, and if you're a girl and you Maybe say... Boxing, most boxing movies, I, I, get, I don't mind either. Well, you, I, you know what I mean. It's just, yeah, yeah, you know, it's, not, it's, it's just... It's like a bad boxing movie, but like, like when you get into the later Rockies, you're like, okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> Okay, well, this is going to be better than that. This this is going to be better. Yeah, and um, it's just, you know, life is a living documentary. Life is a living, breathing story that can be put into a book, that can be made into a film. When we collaborate and we work together, that's when history happens. Yeah, I agree. Just was like, Ashley, you just give me five minutes, bud. Hey, <laughs> son, so just give me five minutes to be quiet. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, and, and I think that's, you know, I, I, I think that's the, again, not kind of one of the final, like, if uh, I know we're wrapping up here, it's like, you know, the final thing I'd encourage you, because again, I haven't seen the movie. Um, so I, you know, I'm really looking Shame on you. It. You follow my Instagram. You should have watched it. Now you're, no, now you have. No, like, full film. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can't. Okay, again, again, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. And you know, my, you are right. I mean, I think that, and I, I know your team has got this understanding. If you're going to put that into the world, right, you're putting something in that's you're you're injecting ideas into the cultural fabric. Something I like to think about that's going to last a long, long, long time. And I think that you know, I, I know you're being edited. I know how you are, so you're going to be edited on making those right choices to make sure what you're putting out there, you know, it's going to have an impact. So that's awesome. Like, keep thank going. You. Thank right. you, thank you, thank you. And I'll just say a kind of a background backdoor. Let's hope we'll be filming something else while we're filming. <laughs> yes, I mean, the more cinema we can do, you know, it's so so powerful, right? It's just it's amazing. And you'll experience it. You just, you can't, you can't predict how it's going to land. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you, if it's true, if it's in the truth, you know it will rise. Exactly. Right? So true. And it will happen when it's supposed to happen. But Matthew, I can't thank you enough for being the voice of multiple sclerosis, for being the figure uh, that you brought to life in your MS Hope website, the PDFs that can be downloaded, that you are the the person that when a young 19-year-old is told you have multiple sclerosis, he now has a place to go. And he's going to look at you and say, oh my God, he, he didn't give up. He's walking, he's talking, he's living, he's breathing. He's a director. He's all of these things. Why would I let this disease stop me? Matthew Embry did it. So that thank you for being you and doing what you have done for our community of multiple sclerosis. And also, yes, some um, a percentage of the proceeds from this movie, Bobcat Moretti, are actually going to MS Hope to the foundation. Your father's yeah, foundation. My, and it's, it's, it's one of my dad's charity, but ultimately it, do, it does support MSO. But yeah. They, they do so much. Yes. Thank you, Jess, for reminding me on that. And um, yeah, just Matthew, keep doing what you're doing. Keep, you know, inspiring the world. And I can't thank you enough for being my first guest here at Getting in the Ring with Bobcat Moretti and me. And I look forward to 
having you see the film and then coming back on and being a guest with us again. And I will make sure you have tickets for the front row. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll move back a few seats just so, you know, we, I can keep that promise um, and go from there. Thanks, but Thank you so much, Matthew and Brie. Everybody, follow Matthew and Brie on his Instagram. Bye-bye. Thank you, Matthew. And everyone, please, at Bobcat Moretti, Instagram here. Keep following this page. We have incredible things that are coming up. We have incredible interviews set up. And if you want to be a part of In the Ring with Bobcat Moretti and me as your host, for the podcast and then to be on the Live with Don Marie podcast that has been featured throughout this entire interview. You can download this episode on Spotify and Apple so you will not miss a part of any of this incredible episode with Matthew Embry and also Every week, we're going to bring you something new. Every week, we're going to give you a little sneak peek of maybe parts of behind the scenes or a funny joke of something that happened during the making of this incredible film. This film is going to rock the world. This film needs to breathe and needs to live in history forever. Tim, you, Tim Roberto, you literally are changing lives just like Matthew Embry did with the documentary. But you are bringing it to the film, to the tears, to the breaking hearts, to the I'm not going to give up and the boxing ring and moving forward. And along with everything else in the movie that we all face and we go through every single day. Guys, start talking. Bobcat Moretti. Bobby, Bobcat Moretti. I want to start hearing people post on their stories. Get ready because this movie is coming and it is going to change the way the world looks at everybody because we are no different. We are all the same. We are all here to tell our stories and make history happen. So get behind me. Get behind Tim Roberto. Get behind Rob, Jessica, everybody that is on this movie, a part of this movie, all of the actors and actresses. Get into this Instagram. Go find out who everybody, blah, 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 blah. There's an MS moment. Everybody in the film. Follow them. Share the story. Please put this to your fingers tonight. I am going to put this on the page. This Instagram, this story, live interview, Instagram interview will stay on this page. Watch it. I want you to hit that forward button and send it to every single person you follow. So this name, Bobcat Moretti, the movie, will be known before it even hits the theaters. I want to hear little kids running down the street. I can't wait to hear Bobcat Moretti. Does he win? What happens? Oh my God, I want to be a boxer. These little kids are going to be looking at this movie for the rest of their life, seeing what Tim has brought to the theaters of changing the way we look at life. So thank you everyone for watching this very first live episode with myself, Domery Deshaies and Bobcat Moretti. And we are going to move mountains. And this is going to go down in history. Mark my words today, the 14th, 2021. Because when this movie comes out, I would expect all of you to send me a note and then say, you were right. It's going down in history because it's going to because Tim did an amazing job writing this screenplay. And everybody that he brought in to make this movie is working super hard. And we are going to bring it to the masses. So please help us share this interview. Share the word, Bobcat. Share the words, Bobcat Moretti. And send it out. I want to start hearing the cheers. I want to start seeing the stories on your stories. Tag me, tag tag Jessica, tag Tim, tag Rob, tag Bobcat Moretti. 
But let's start spreading the news today, even louder than ever before. I need you and everybody else needs you. So be that helping hand today and help us run and make this a success and be a part of history. I thank you all for joining me today here at Bobcat Moretti. Get in the ring with me every single Wednesday. And then on Friday, this coming week, we also have an amazing guest coming on. Do not miss this Friday. We have, I cannot believe it, I am so excited, Bridget. And I don't have the book. It's The book is Behind the Laughter. We have um, Griff, Bridget Griffith coming on and Oh my God, my brain is, help me Jess, my brain is um, for, like losing a little bit of tempo here. Um, hold on. <laughs> so sorry guys. Oh my gosh. This is a total multiple sclerosis moment and I feel absolutely horrible, but Anthony is going to laugh at me because it is one of those moments where your brain cannot pull up a word. On Friday, we have Anthony Griffith and Brigetta. Travis Griffin, the book, Behind the Laughter, A Tale to be Told. They are coming on, and Anthony is a multiple sclerosis warrior himself, and he is the most famous comedian that has ever gone down in history. Look up his name, Anthony Griffith, on Friday. We will have both of them on stage with me in the ring, so stay tuned for that. And look forward to every Wednesday coming back with me here live. And you can follow this on go to Spotify and Apple and download this episode. Season 3, episode 31. Have a great one, everyone. Goodbye, and I love you all. Mwah.